0: He thanked the choir for great words in song. And oftentimes we don't take, or I certainly don't take enough time and opportunity to thank what Steve Klink is able to do visually for us. It makes our worship service so meaningful. And, uh, and if you ever, yeah, go ahead. And so thanks, Steve, for that. One of uh, that great video, which is one of uh, many great uh, media things that you, you do for us each and every Sunday. Our sermon this morning comes from Exodus. It's the 20th chapter. It's the 12th verse. It's one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. It's God's word to us this morning. Someone once said, no matter how old a mother is, she still looks for signs of improvement in her middle-aged children. And I saw evidence of that firsthand when I was probably about 14 or 15 years old in a a visit that my grandmother, my dad's mother, made from Garfield, New Jersey. She was with us, and on this particular Saturday morning, my dad had decided to make breakfast for everybody, and he was in the kitchen. And my dad a, was, a, was a pretty good cook, so it wasn't like we were uh, agonizing and dreading the moment. You know, we were looking forward to it, but he was in the kitchen, and I was sitting there with my grandmother, and I don't know what my dad did, but he did something wrong, uh, something that my grandmother felt like uh, should have been done differently, and so she began to correct him. In fact, she began to reprimand him about what he had, uh, was doing and how he was preparing the breakfast. And as a 13 or 14-year-old, having been reprimanded many times before by my mother, uh, but I was in shock, I was, was, just could not believe that, that my dad was being reprimanded and, and corrected. In that moment, I think my dad probably saw that startled look on my face. And my dad, who at that time probably was in his early 40s or so, of course, I had 13, 14, I thought that was really old. But uh, my dad, seeing my startled look at him, the son being corrected by his mother, looked at me and said, no matter how old you are, Greg, your mother is still your mother. Well, we rely on moms for correction, for direction. We rely on them to uh, impart their wisdom to us, to give an encouraging word to us, when in some circumstances it's hard to find you know, an encouraging word to speak. Uh, I can remember also going back to my high school years, bringing home a report card that that was less than stellar it was nothing to be a, proud of in that report card and i can remember my mom picking up that report card and saying to me greg there's one thing in your favor with grades like this you can't be cheating so <laughs> so, so 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 well Honor your father and your mother. Exodus is a story of generation to generation. In really the entire book of Exodus, and particularly this verse, this commandment, speaks to the importance of one generation, of parents particularly, passing on the story of faith to the next generation. So, part of what this commandment and really what the entire book of Exodus points us to because this is part of our story. The Hebrew story of being liberated, of God guiding them through the wilderness, of God restoring them, of God promising them. That story of faith is part of our story and if that story of faith had not taken place, we wouldn't be here. This morning. That story passed on from generation to generation. It was incumbent upon parents, grandparents, to pass the story along. But here's the thing about the commandment honor your father and mother. And in the Old Testament, in the way that word is used, it means. Give serious thought, give weight to what your parents are telling you. It doesn't mean that the child is to be subservient or obedient in all things, particularly if they're not things that are related to God, that are contrary to what God would have you to do. But it does mean that you give serious thought to the wisdom of, that your parents are trying to impart to you. Serious thought to what a mother is trying to say to you. You take that seriously. You don't dismiss it out of hand. You don't disrespect it by not paying attention. You listen. Listen to the wisdom that comes from a mother, from a parent. You give uh, importance to that, significance to that. And in the process, if you're a parent, Ephesians 6.1 reminds us that we have an obligation in the way that we impart that wisdom. And we are reminded that we're all children of God. And so the word that is given is a word that has to be, that should be, hopefully is, received. The word about the faith, about imparting the faith. But here's the thing it's not all up to you. You can do what God calls upon you to do tell the story. And it's not just telling it with words. It's living it. It's knowing that little eyes are watching you. It's being a good example. It's taking opportunity, if you don't have children of your own, to nurture and care about other children. It's about living that out. But remember, it's not all up to you. 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. Paul talks about love. One of the things, and the characteristics of love, these are characteristics that we see in God's love. And one of the characteristics, one of the most important things that Paul says in that chapter love does not insist on its own way. You can't cram something down somebody's throat. So, When we share, hopefully when we share the wisdom that we have, and when we impart that, we trust, we pray, that God will use that word, will use that wisdom to speak to our children. But know that your child has a responsibility to honor, to hear, to listen, and to embrace We can do what we can do. But ultimately, all of us as children of God must make decisions about how we're going to live this life. About what is going to be important to us. About who we care about and how we care about people. About what we know and what we want to grow in knowing About the God who loves us through Jesus Christ. As children of God. God our heavenly parent. We have to make that choice. And if you have to make that decision. As a child of God. Know that your children. Also have to make choices. Do what you can do. The most important thing you can do is pray for wisdom and pray for your children, no matter how old they are, and your grandchildren, and your great-grandchildren. And don't give up on praying. Don't confine your prayers to when, before you go to bed at night and when you're getting ready to eat a meal. Make, those, uh, make your concerns, all your concerns, known to God. For one thing, that's how God gives us peace. We lay everything before the Lord. Paul says to the Philippians in the fourth chapter, let all your requests be made known to God through prayer and supplication. And the peace of God will rule your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Pray for your kids constantly. And trust that God will hear and answer those prayers. Pray without ceasing. Don't give up. God can and will do great things. Well, I want to close with uh, words that echo the anthem that you heard the choir sing. I found these words a number of years ago, written uh, by an author unknown, but entitled, When You Thought I Wasn't Looking. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you hang my first picture on the refrigerator, and I wanted to paint another one. When I thought, When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you feed a stray cat. And I thought it was good to be kind to animals. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you make my favorite cake just for me. And I knew that little things are special. When you thought I wasn't looking, I heard you say a prayer. I saw you go to church, I saw you read your Bible, and I believed that there's a God that I could always talk to, that was there for me. When you thought I wasn't looking, I felt you kiss me goodnight, and I felt loved. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw tears come from your eyes, and I learned that sometimes things hurt but it's all right to cry. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw that you cared and I wanted to be everything that I could be. When you thought I wasn't looking, I looked and wanted to say thanks for all the things I saw when you thought I wasn't looking. Proverbs uh, 31, verse 28. Uh, Of all the verses that are written about uh, how wonderful this particular woman is that is written about in Proverbs, it starts at verse 10 and continues on to verse 31. This is the, uh, I think, the most important verse in all those verses. Her children rise up and call her blessed, call her happy. Her husband too, and he praises her. I think that those words more than likely inspired these words from Teddy Roosevelt. No other success in life, not being president, or being wealthy, or going to college, or writing a book, or anything else comes up to the success of the man or woman who can feel that they have done their best done their duty and that their children and grandchildren rise up and call them blessed let's pray together God we thank you for opportunities to honor our moms our parents. Lord, we thank you for the wisdom that has been ours over many years. God, we thank you for the way that you've opened our eyes and our hearts so that we can hear wisdom, your wisdom, from people that you've put in our lives, especially for for mothers this day. God, we thank you for the grace in mercy that we learned through loving hands through loving eyes through a loving heart through parents god we pray that we might as we continue on share the story pass it from generation to generation of your great love in christ jesus that is ours. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.